Um, focus now because uh, we need to turn to Latin America. Opinion polls are neck and neck before Sunday's presidential election in Argentina. And the runoff vote will pit the centrist candidate Sergio Massa uh, from the governing Peronist coalition against the hard right libertarian who likes to wield a chainsaw, Javier Millet. Uh, John Bonfilio is our Latin America correspondent. John, hello to you. Good evening, Henry. Now, I'm wondering how we stand, given where things were um, a few weeks ago. Um, What has been happening since round one of this crucial election? Wow. As if the UK didn't have enough, uh, you know, day-to-day news. Argentina trumps even that. And this particular week has been packed with with an incident. Last week, saw the last presidential debate in which Millet remarkably called Margaret Thatcher one of humanity's great leaders. Now, that perhaps doesn't sound so surprising until you remember the context that in Argentina, of course, she is hated for the Falklands War and specifically for the sinking of the Belgrano, which killed 323 people in 1982. Only a couple of days ago, an Argentine officer in Germany who was about to be charged and extradited for 23 murders committed during the years of the Argentine hunter of the 70s and 80s died in Germany, reminding everyone of the effects and consequences of Argentina's authoritarian past. And in the last few days, Javier Millet, in a particularly Trumpian way, surprise, surprise, has started to ramp up and amplify his rhetoric about electoral fraud that took place supposedly in the first round of the presidential election and which he is convinced is is going to take place on Sunday in the upcoming runoff. Um, How is this Trumpian uh, tactic uh, playing with uh, the electorate? I mean, are they saying, wow, this is great because we need someone like this to break the mould? Or do they think, hmm, when we consider how this went down in the States not so long ago, uh, we're not sure we like this. Yeah, I think it's really interesting because for sure, I think it it, it, it turns a lot of people off. But the difficulty is, is that Malay's opponent is uh, the former finance minister, Sergio Massa, uh, who has presided over, uh, I'd say, unprecedented economic difficulty if it hadn't been going on for so long. So on the one hand, you've got an electorate that exhibits real hatred and distrust of Peronism and the establishment made flesh in, say, Sergio Massa. But then, on the other hand, you've got this hatred and distrust of the hard light, uh, hard right libertarian rhetoric and policies you know, manifest in, as you say, Javier Millet as well. So um, it, it's one of those things that the, the sort of the, the negative rhetoric uh, amplified does actually uh, reach uh, willing ears, if, if you like, in the sense that um, the Argentine electorate is up is is so over the hill with economic turmoil that it's experienced over the last 25 years that that this kind of rhetoric actually rings true uh, and makes a lot of people take notice and when argentinians compare themselves with their regional neighbors what do they see are there examples of progress that they would like to copy or are they repelled by some of what el- what else is happening in latin america um the, the obvious Two examples, I think, to to draw on are Chile, which uh, has exhibited uh, a pretty a pretty stable uh, modern democracy and certainly economic development for as far back as we can remember. Certainly, certainly a couple of generations. They are now under. Uh, the leftist Gabriel Boric, and they have their own issues, but they definitely don't have the issues which which Argentina consistently lives through. And then the other 
uh, case in point would be Brazil, uh, its northern, uh, northern northeastern neighbour, uh, and the clear uh, point of reference uh, there, of course, was uh, was Bolsonaro, yeah. was Jair Bolsonaro, and and of course Millet does exhibit similar tendencies, not just to Trump but also to to Bolsonaro, and uh, you know depends on your perspective, but certainly a Millet victory would take uh, Argentina not just into uncharted uh, waters, but would also make it. Uh, a, a really an isolate an isolationist sort of political uh, beast at a time of international uh, turmoil. And if you uh, take into account the fact that Argentina is one of the world's main food producers, uh, given what we've experienced in the last couple of years in terms of inflation uh, and scarcity of product, and a major exporter of soy, corn, wheat, uh, and beef, then that is a worry really for you know, for the global community. And when it comes to the newspapers, the all-important media, television, radio, who are they broadly siding with? Oh, I think it's, it's really mixed. And there are, I mean, in any country, uh, as we all well know and experience, Henry, there are sort of uh, uh, political affiliations, some looser uh, than others. But in Latin America, they tend to be fairly... Uh, fervent in their political stance, so you you don't have too much of a of a middle ground here. Uh, the media tends to uh, shout very loudly about the strengths and weaknesses of each particular uh, candidate, if you can bear to listen. Right, and what do the polls say? What's the latest state of the electorate? So the polls put Millet a little bit in front. Uh, they vary, but then, you know, honestly, they've been varying wildly. So the only poll to really listen to, I think, is the poll of polls. But but famously, Argentine pollsters are not exactly famous for their accuracy. They got it completely wrong in the first round and they've got it uh, completely wrong for a number of years now. So really, it's a toss up. It's it's anybody's guess. The, the big change, I think, since the first round and now, uh, Massa polled 37 percent, uh, Millet 30 percent. So that's a, that's a fair bit of ground for an extremist candidate uh, to to pull up. But actually, a number of um, former right wing presidents and the third place candidate uh, have actually backed uh, Malay fairly enthusiastically. These ex-presidents from a number of countries, including Mariano Rajoy, Mexico's Felipe Calderón, Colombia's Ivan Duque, and that seems to have actually uh, drawn a fair, certainly uh, a see, number of John. percentage. Let's see. Thank you very much. John Bonfilio, Latin America correspondent.